Hello and welcome to ReTNG, a Star Trek The Next Generation rewatch podcast. My name is Chris. This is it. And this is Season 6, Episode 22. Yeah, this is uh, Suspicions. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as the kids say, sus. It's sus. Um, uh, so Suspicions... Frangy is sus. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Frangy are sus. Uh, suspicions are, even though the... Fr- well, anyways, getting into it. Uh, <laughs> suspicions was written by Joe Minoski and Naren Shankar. Yeah. Uh, directed by Cliff Bull and first aired May 10th, 1993. Mm-hmm. Keeping yeah, so, yeah, so as it turns out, Frankie will be the only unsus character in this episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so this is, I think we kind of alluded to this one a little bit before because I was mm. talking about how this is like one of the sort of stronger in terms of like oh, crusher crusher centric in yeah. terms of, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that it's like a great classic yeah. episode or anything, but in terms of like her role. Yeah. It's a much stronger episode for her because mm-hmm. she's very act proactive yeah. and very it's it's very like you know yeah. it's not just about her complaining about some you yeah. know social issue. Well, or something. it's not it's not oh we need a naysayer in this scene oh where's Crusher yeah yeah <laughs> which always just makes her look yeah. terrible yeah uh, well as it turns out it's everyone else is the naysayer in this episode yeah um, so yeah it's the Frankie scientist, he's this got a new way of doing... has to go off the rails and put her career at risk and stuff yeah, to, yeah. To, to prove the truth. <clears throat> we get to the end of this episode. <laughs> um, but uh, basic plot is uh, there's a Frankie who's scientist yeah. who is... Which is already di- like, whoa, that's different. Yeah, he seems like a really nice I mean, they guy. Even kind of a, they even kind of like acknowledge that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, he acknowledges wow, Frankie a scientist? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. whoa. He's like, look, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, he does seem like kind of a nice yeah, guy. Yeah. And he's developing. He doesn't this new, say anything uh, super like offensive and misogynist. No, no, and, no. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't try to, to hit on any women no. or anything. Yeah. Um, he's making he's developing this uh, metaphasic shield, yeah. which is like better than regular shields. They're gonna allow test... us to go into like the corona of a star. Yeah, so they're gonna test it. And there's yeah. these other scientists there, uh, a Vulcan yeah. scientist Quite a and her motley crew. It's a Vulcan scientist and her human husband. Yeah. Uh, a Klingon Klingon scientist, scientist. Uh, which, which again, Vul- like with the Frankie, they yeah. kind of acknowledges like, "Whoa, Klingon I mean, scientist." That's one of those I really hate when they do that because it's like clearly the, cl- the yeah, Klingon yeah. Empire they is having full of technology, technology to yeah. anyone else. Exactly. So, like, clearly there must be some yeah. kind of scientist. It's yeah. it's uh, uh, the the more think, the more Star Trek I watch, the more I think what it's what you know, everybody thinks Klingons are yeah. is this thing that the Klingons to be fair like okay they have really good PR I can sort and, of but like can, inside the Empire they're just like everyone else I can kind of justify it though yeah right I can sort of justify it for you because the thing is is that while there would be Klingon scientists mm-hmm. that would have to come up with the sciencey stuff mm-hmm. and there would be Klingons who just like that's what they want to do they yeah. want to do sciencey stuff but the thing is, is in Klingon culture as a whole, think yeah. of it like uh, the metaphor for humans would be like how, especially how it used to be, the stereotype of like how people made fun of nerds and yeah, looked down sure. upon, oh, nerds. But it's like, without nerds, you wouldn't have half the things, yeah, you exactly. know. But it's like, you like that, that internet? But that typical way of looking yeah. down on like, you know. And, and I feel like in Klingon culture, yeah. because they have that hardcore warrior culture, yeah. 
it's probably a bit like that where like they kind of look like, down they and make fun. The scientists make things that make them better warriors. Yeah. but at the same, but they time, probably don't show them a lot of face to face respect because yeah. they're probably just like oh pff, scientists like yeah. that's not a real Klingon. Yeah. Meanwhile, but, phasers and spaceships. But yet they obviously <laughs> need scientists yeah. for the things that they use. I mean, you know, it's cl- classic jealousy. The warriors are jealous yeah. that they need the scientists. And so, and so, in you know, I can sort of justify it in the yeah. sense that, like, I sure, do sure. feel like that's probably how it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's that. Like, regular Klingons are the jocks. Yeah. And the scientist Klingons are the nerds, and they get made fun of, and they, you know, but they're they are the ones who come up with all the, you know. Yeah, and then there's another scientist who's uh, from some green-skinned race. Yeah, someone uh, we've never seen before. Yeah. Um, uh, which uh, immediately uh, makes him sus uh, yeah. right off the bat. Yeah, um, rightly so, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, so they go and perform the um, the uh, Takaran. Takaran. He's a yeah. Takaran named Joe Brill. Yeah. The actor looked familiar, but I could He's probably been in other Star Trek yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, that's oh, that's I, how they roll. Yeah. Um, they reuse. But, oh yeah, he's. Um, Absolutely, yeah. James Horn. He was in um, uh, let's see. Do they have a thing? Um, oh, he's actually not in any episodes that we've seen yet. Oh, okay. he's in so, some. This is actually his first. Oh, his first appearance. Uh, his first um, uh, Star Trek appearance, but he is in some later stuff. Yeah. He was in, uh, he's in an episode, he actually plays a, looks like a human Starfleet officer. Okay. In Descent Part 2, which is mm-hmm. like next season. Uh, he's in an episode of Voyager, he's in a couple episodes of yeah. DS9. Right, And right. some, uh, and some, uh, uh, Voy- um, Enterprise. Okay. So yeah, nothing yet, but mm-hmm. y- you may also recognize him from other things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of actors that did guest yeah. appearances on Star Trek shows... Did yeah. guest appearances on other TV too, right? Right. right. So you may recognize them yeah. for other things. Um, they, uh, they, uh, and so I was like, oh, okay. Um, but he goes. They're going to do the experiment, and yeah. he volunteers. Yeah. And of course, it goes bad. Yeah. Um, and he dies, and then there's a big kerfuffle about like, oh, was it sabotage? Was yeah, it yeah. this? Was it that? And the Frangi scientist gets fed up. Yeah. Um, well, then he dies, and then he dies, and it's like, oh, like he must have, ki- he must have killed himself because yeah. he was so like yeah, distraught yeah. over but like the she failure doesn't of believe his... that yeah that, that she thinks he was he was killed, um, but then she's not allowed to do an autopsy in the body to do Frankie Frankie burial yeah. rituals yeah, um, so she puts everything on the line yeah, and uh, uh, to 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 do this autopsy, which turns out nothing, um. And then so she's determined to figure out what happened. So she takes the shuttle and goes in in there. And then that's when finds out that the uh, Takarn is... Joe Brill. Sorry, yeah. uh, Joe Brill uh, uh, is actually... He wasn't actually dead. His body's all like made of a bunch of redundant systems. He was just pretending to be dead. Yeah. And they're supposed to have like control over there. Yeah. Like molecular. Uh, which leads to a cool scene where she shoots him with a phaser and blows like a football sized hole through him and he still comes for her and so she has to like completely uh, vaporize him. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I can't even remember like what was the 
Like, what was the motivation, even? I don't for, even... for what? For him? For, like, oh, why oh, he did... Oh, they were going to turn into a weapon. They were going right. to weaponize him. Yeah, because yeah. he does his... Of course. That's he does his always big, what it is. He does his big evil speech where yeah. he's got her. He's like... I just, by that point, I was starting to lose interest. In, yeah. I was watching yeah. it, but I was kind of, like, it's, drifting. It's... It's an interesting episode. Yeah. Um, I love they, the idea... They, st- they stretched their creativity a bit here by doing... Like she's telling this as a the entire most yeah. of the episode is a flashback yeah, yeah. to yeah to, well because it kind of, kind of it's one of those things where it kind of like throws you right like, into it because yeah. it starts with her like packing up to like have go well, to she's the, gonna go to a, like go to kind of hearing like, hearing and, and, you yeah. know and and her saying and like Guinan coming to her quarters and she's like I'm not the doctor anymore and yeah. and then like oh well, I'm not the doctor on this trip anymore so you know and Guinan's but I have tennis elbow. and it doesn't explain right. So, I mean, they've done that somewhat before, sure. but not too often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and certainly and, not with this structure yeah. of, like, where it's straight up, like, her kind of telling the story to I, catch up. You know, because of the structure of the story, obviously they couldn't have a B story. Yeah. But. They needed a B story. They needed a B story. Like, they're just, yeah. there wasn't enough. They, everything was, they, they just kept retreading over the same stuff over and over again to fill time. Um, which, like. You know, Gates McFadden did her best with the material that they gave yeah. her. Um, well, it's one. Of, it is one of the strongest for episodes sure. For, sure. Uh, for specific. Not yeah. like I said, not necessarily as a whole, but mm-hmm. for pressure because yeah. of the fact that like she really like is proactive. Yeah, she you know wants to. It, it kind of it's very uh, reminiscent of like Remember Me. Yes, the one yeah. where everyone's disappearing and yeah. it turns out she's in like the warp bubble. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. It's, them, she's it's actually her. gone, and that's yeah. why everyone's disappearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good point. Of, good point of view. Yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that, yeah. where it's like all from her perspective, and it's mm-hmm. all like you know because she's telling the story, obviously, and it's all like her being proactive and like I have to solve this. I can't. You know, no one else can help me with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Because no one else, you know, believes anything's going on. Yeah. So I have to solve this myself type of thing. Um, which, like, it, I like that way of using... Because, like, she's supposed to be, like, one of the best yeah. doctors in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. Like, she li- I mean, their explanation for why she was gone in Season 2 yeah. was that she actually took a job as the head of Starfleet yeah. Medical for a year. It's... Right? It's... And which... All that so she's stuff. and 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 they've repeatedly made you yeah. know a number of mentions that like indicate mm-hmm. and obviously she's the chief medical yeah. officer on the mm-hmm. Enterprise so she's got to be good yeah. right so we're often told that yeah. she's like one of the best doctors in Starfleet or the best yeah. you know possibly the best but like the the we don't we sort of see her doing a lot of things that are like yeah she pulls off these kind of like miracles of like medical mm-hmm. thing where like. Because they encounter some huge yeah. problem in an episode, and she has to come up with a medical solution, yeah. and then they pull off. But it's like Jordy does the same thing with yeah. engineering. Data does the same well, thing. With, everybody on the Enterprise well, is everything because he's Data. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's everybody like, on the Enterprise is the best of what they right, do. Right, right. But we don't really. They're often, all Wolverine. But we don't often get a real sense of like any real like strength of character yeah. in in Crusher yeah. because she's often used in a very. Um, like utilitarian way like we have medical stuff that needs to happen Mm -hmm. so clearly dr crush is going to do that because she's the doctor Mm -hmm. but like there's no real like she does that stuff because she's the doctor not because of who she is as a person yeah and something that's always been lacking is a lot of character development and character depth to to Mm -hmm. to dr crusher and so when i see things like this or like 
or, or like in in um, Remember Me, which is similar to this, is like strong for her as a character, not necessarily a super strong episode overall. Yeah. Um, is this idea of like, oh, that like when she gets, when she zeroes in on like, like something is up here. Yeah. And I'm going to find out what it is, even if no one else, you know, believes it. And she go and she approaches it from a scientific doctorly mm-hmm. position and uses her, you know, that's why I brought up the whole, skills. the point about her being like one of the best doctors in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. She uses those skills that she has as like, basically like, she's like, like, like she should be like the Star Trek version of house. Yes. You know, I mean, she's Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. You know, in in the, in the form of a doctor, mm-hmm. in terms of like using her medical and no, no, scientific. Data is Sherlock Holmes. Why exactly? <laughs> but like using her medical and yeah. scientific knowledge to mm-hmm. like solve a mystery. Yeah, that's what she should be. But mm-hmm. like they so rarely did that. Well, and then when they did, it was usually with a somewhat weak also, story built around it. Shit, as we've discussed before, they're kind of generally bad at doing mysteries on this show. Like, every once in a while, they yeah. do a really good one. I mean, I don't 100% agree with that because no, they you know tr- I'm a fan of the mystery episodes. Oh, no. I'm a fan of the mystery episodes, too. Yeah. But, like, the good ones... Yeah. There's, you know, like, they try to do a lot of mystery episodes that aren't yeah, great. Yeah, all right. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, for me, I, I just... I really wish that they had more, like, episodes like this for Crusher because... Mm-hmm. I mean, like maybe not not necessarily exactly like this. Like I say, like as an overall story, it's not the greatest. Yeah. Um. But this type of thing is more of what they should have mm-hmm. done with Crusher. Yeah. Right. Instead of just having her be the the mm-hmm. naysayer or the yeah. mouthpiece for it's, social issues. It's, or the... it's annoying and I, granted, you know, thirty years have passed. Yeah. TV writing and writing for this kind of stuff in general. Yeah. But like seeing how like she's written. Yeah. Versus seeing how like. The doctor and the doctors are written in, say, like, uh, Strange New Worlds. Or, like, yeah. it's just like, wow, TV has really come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, you know? Um, but the but, thing is, is that, like, it wouldn't be the same. No, no. But, but. The, the better characterization and better character development mm-hmm. was doable back then. And there were shows that had maybe not quite to the same level as now because now it's just, it's such a big thing and it's such a well-understood thing. But there were shows back then that had deeper, you know, character development Mm -hmm. and better, like, better characterization. I mean, it existed. Yeah. It's just... I think it's, what it is, is it seems way too often when they're doing stuff like this is they... Whatever the first idea that somebody thinks of, yeah. that's what they run with. Another and they don't. Like, another problem. They're like, but, but wait, maybe we should like workshop this. A I bit. think another <laughs> problem that people often forget about is that they did so many episodes well, that's the back then, and they just didn't have the time. Yeah. Like the way that Cranking the way that so shows fast. are thought out now, yeah. where like a lot of the writing is done before you even shoot anything. Yeah, the you whole know? season is written. The whole yeah yeah, yeah. and and then you know. And you can shoot things and you can tweak it and you can, you know, yeah. like, you know, we wait, you know, like a couple of years almost sometimes between seasons like, of shows, like yeah. some, some of these big shows, like, like a Stranger Things or yeah. something. I mean, they're already having that problem of like the kids in Stranger Things getting too, old. too fast because like the pace of how that show is made, yeah. you know, they're doing 
you know, 10 episodes every couple of years yeah. instead of like 26 episodes every year. Yeah. Do 26 you know? episodes, take two months off and start filming 26 yeah. episodes and, again. And, and, so like, like, they, and so like they, you know, I'm not saying that as an excuse. I'm just saying yeah. it was a different yeah. way the that whole TV process. was made The whole back process. Then. It affected and, everything. And, a lo- and like, I'll, I'll tell you right now, like the writers and stuff like that, you can't fully blame no, no, the no. writers for the quality of writing back then because they were like so under the gun. It was basically just like, Get just an episode keep, keep, Get an episode. keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Next episode, next episode, yeah. next episode, right? And, you know, and and they wouldn't have the preparation time. They wouldn't have the time to develop it. Mm-hmm. They would just be like... Friday script I mean, there Monday's were literally filming. times on this show where they would be like... Like, they didn't have, like, a bucket of, like, episode ideas yeah. that they could just pull from and be like, okay, we got an episode. It would be like, they'd have to come up with these ideas. Yeah. And so sometimes there was a point where, like, we don't really have anything super strong, like mm-hmm. for an episode idea, but we have to make an episode. So we just have yeah. to make whatever the best idea that we can come mm-hmm. up with in the next, you know, hour. That's the episode yeah. we're making. You know, I mean, that's an extreme. I'm not yeah. saying it wasn't really like that, but you know, I'm 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 exaggerating for dramatic purposes. But yeah. like, you know, it was kind of like that, where oh. there were times where all of the writers were like, we're not 100 percent happy with where this is at mm-hmm. as far as an episode idea as yeah. far as a script as far as but we don't have any more time to work on it yeah. we have to this episode has to go and, into production and you know? like that shows up at the end of this episode where the whole reason she is relieved yeah. of her duties and she's going to the this 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 hearing yeah. is because of the autopsy she does on right the ferengi yeah at the end of this episode, when she proves it's the yeah. uh, 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 Joe yeah. uh, uh, who did the thing, yeah, doesn't reprieve her of the no, but, but they guess, completely. I mean, I guess they could it. sort of justify it as in like they don't even because like no 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 yeah the reason she's in trouble still stands that that reason yeah, is still yeah. there and they but com- I guess it would be easier for them to kind of like wiggle out of it I suppose uh, yeah, I mean, because I guess. she solves the yeah. mystery you know yeah 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 she like, solves the crime it's like it's like. <laughs> you're not in trouble for solving the, for attempting yeah, to yeah, solve yeah. the mystery. You're in trouble for a. I mean, <laughs> part of it was because there's that scene with and again, but there's but that like, scene with Riker where he's like telling her, oh yeah, you yeah. know, like, just leave it, like yeah. like don't don't pursue this further yeah, because yeah. you're just going to get yourself in more trouble and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, it it uh, you know, and then the ridiculous tennis racket. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very yeah next generation i mean they've shown stuff like that before. yeah they they like to do stuff like that which is fun it's a fun it's their version of like like, oh futuristic tennis racket yeah um like now that's a you know fly swat one of those electric (laughs) bug zappers (laughs) is what that looks like yeah yeah like a giant one she doesn't play tennis yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i mean the use of gaian was pretty clever yeah sure given the fact that it could have been another character it didn't need to be Gaian. There was nothing really. It was definitely one of those cases where we have to shoehorn in Gaian because Whoopi Goldberg's available. Yeah. Which is how it was always done. Yeah. Oh. Like, unless they had a storyline. Where they could, like, revolved, pre-book her, basically. Yeah, like, that revolved heavily around Gaian. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like a... Like when they did those, Times like, Arrow. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Where, like, Gaian was really necessary to the story. Like, 
in which case obviously they would have enough lead time on on stories like that mm-hmm. that they would contact her and they'd be like okay you yeah. know we need to work out a schedule that works but like other than that most of the time when Guyan is in an episode it's, it's because it's Guyan, happens to be an opening was in her availability and yeah. they just shoehorn Guyan in yeah which i mean in a it's way it's kind of a bad thing in the sense that because For, it's very artificial yeah and it doesn't need to be on it. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's just like... Her well, character was fine for this. Yeah, her purpose. character's yeah. great. It's it's cool when she gets to show up. <laughs> I mean, her character you know, was fine has, for this purpose yeah. in the way that literally anybody would have been but fine That's what I mean. Like, it could have been another yeah. one of the... Like, it could have been... Yeah. I mean, like, there was very little Picard in this episode. No. Like, what was Patrick Stewart doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, we haven't gotten to the episode yet where he was at SNL. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We haven't gotten to that one yet. That's coming up. But... Uh, actually, I think it might be next. I mean, there's very season, little but... of everybody in this episode. Yeah, you know, like other than it's it's one of those like I mean, there's a bit of it's like you you work with a crew of people. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah, Crusher usually gets so little that true. to give to give her a little mm. more screen time, but but putting her in a position yeah. where she can be in charge yeah. of other groups. Again, they do that thing where it's like, like they often do with Troy, yeah. where like, well, she's given so little. Oh, you he, mean like where Gesser is walking, walking in front of her? Yeah, yeah. Stand directly in front of her. No, where, where they're given so little on, a, on, a, on yeah, a, yeah. Any, any appearance yeah. that when they do get their chance to shine, yeah. they completely segregate them from the yeah. rest of the class. Yeah. In, in, the, in the thought that like, yeah. we don't want the main characters to overshadow. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But now no, you've the defeated way to do the that, purpose of yeah. this of the entire show. The way to avoid yeah. the other characters overshadowing is just to do a better job with her yes. as a character. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but 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 like you said, like sometimes it's also like a time thing where yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, they they were like, well, you know, rather than cutting down mm-hmm. this and making a good B story, yeah, they just yeah. strung this out all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's, and it's and I mean in some ways like this whole episode is like it's about metaphasic shields and going to it's all engineering stuff yeah and her involvement in it at all is it's, it's coincidental a little, at best yeah i mean it's a little you know? i mean they they justified it by saying that she kind of like arranged for yeah, yeah, yeah. for you know the these yeah. scientists all I to mean, get together I mean, and she's a doctor who's also interested in all kinds of science yeah, which is yeah. fine and you they know, established that pretty yeah, well you know, um but it does seem like it would be more of an engineering yeah, thing yeah, yeah. than. But like Jordy yeah. G- having a such a tiny role in this, when it would like, like wow, I feel he should have been a little more. You know, at the very yeah. least, she could have been an asset, or or, instead, or sorry, it's, um, Jordy should have been an asset. Yeah, that she could have. Well, used, instead of know. instead like for any of the well, more well, technical they, aspects, they use data. Well, they use data, which is like then, like fine, but at the same time, it's like. Oh yes, because Data never gets enough screen time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, he's he probably right. has the most screen yeah. time in the entire. And, and you, know, you know, and then they anybody. use um, uh, uh, her assistant, the the, the other Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. She, Nurse Sagawa. Nurse Sagawa gets a lot of. Yeah, that was great. There was, the, the they lo- also name dropped. Uh, they did a, a Doctor Solar reference. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which again, I've talked about before that they showed Doctor Solar. Doctor Solar was a Vulcan doctor mm-hmm. who's like the sort of the second main doctor on the ship, which. Is was pl- shown in one episode mm-hmm. like seasons ago. It was yeah. um, the Schizoid Man uh, with Data's grandpa, and um, uh, and was played by Susie Plaxton, who's best known for Kalar for, for right. Worf's sort of yeah. mate, pseudo mate there, mm-hmm. the, the mother of Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but 
she's only in that one episode, but she's yeah. often referenced like over like like she'll be paged like like yeah. like like Doctor Pager, Crusher will Pager make Pager reference Pager. to like oh Doctor Slar can handle that or like yeah. oh get Doctor yeah. Slar, but like you never see her get after yeah. that one episode that she was in like years ago. Mm. Um, she works the other shift, right? But so. <laughs> clearly, like okay, as of this episode, we know like she's still on board. Mm-hmm. She's still like one of the main doctors, but we just yeah. never see her. Yeah. It's very weird. Well, yeah. Um, don't really have much more to say about this episode. I feel like yeah. I was just gonna do like a real oh. quick, um, just a little scroll through to see if uh, oh, any interesting trivia. Yeah, if there's anything interesting about the, uh... the oh, at one point the story was going to feature Worf and include film noir elements such as flashbacks, dissolves, and voiceover narration. <laughs> okay. Rick Berman only hesitantly approved this, feeling that the voiceovers would conflict with the captain's log. Worf was replaced by Beverly Crusher as the staff thought that he was being overused. Oh, well, he did kind of just have a bunch of stuff, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Taylor require, <laughs> required, recalled, What I really wanted was a vehicle for Beverly. I felt we had given Troy some really nice things to do. Beverly has had more to do within a number of episodes, but she did not have one that was all hers. We wanted to give her something atypical and not a female role. The idea of her playing a private eye or Quincy was pretty was very appealing. I mean, a, I agree. A Quincy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, medical, you know, yeah. investigating a mystery. Watched um, a lot of Quincy uh, when I was younger. Michael Piller rejected several house drafts. As, house. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Piller rejected several drafts as unexciting until the staff came up with the twist that the first apparent victim was the perpetrator. I mean, it is a yeah. cool idea. Yeah, and it's one of those things that like it works particularly well in a sci-fi context because you could have things like explaining that like oh his body like he, he has control over his body to make you know himself appear dead when he's not and that was the only thing i remembered about this episode from fact, when it started yeah it's when he when he gets killed and then she, they've got him in the medical bay yeah. and i was like oh i remember yeah he's not actually dead yeah yet. and then yeah. and then the whole thing of um you know, because they established that, like, not much is known about his yeah. people, and they don't really... <laughs> That's you know, scene so. where she's like, he doesn't have any discrete organs, and then she points at the screen, and it's just a picture of a bunch of organs, and I'm like, <laughs> well, what is it? Come on now, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, because they also talked about, um, apparently, at one point, uh, early on, this is also the episode that they... Uh, yeah, because they said, yeah, the, it was always going to involve the murder of a fraying scientist, mm-hmm. but it was going to end with the revelation that Warp Drive was destroying the fabric of space. Oh. I.e., like, what they later did for Force of Nature, right? Yeah. Um, and so, but that was dropped. And mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a comment from Ronald D. Moore here where he's saying, uh, it was just a never-ending, never-waking nightmare. Keep the murder mystery, lose the warp thing, move Warp out, keep the flashbacks, <laughs> lose the film noir, insert Beverly. It was just, ah! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. It's th- yeah, that, and, and Narin Shankar, and Narin Shankar, who has a co-writing credit on the actual yeah. script, he says uh, it was a misery. It was a troubled script. There have been two other attempts to do murder mysteries, and they hadn't worked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that explains some of the, the the wonkiness then of of this. The fact that like everything was changing. This uh, this uh, episode was in flux the entire time, but uh, but yeah. Uh, hmm. Oh, interesting. Oh, I kind of wish I hadn't read that. No, oh, I mean, I guess it's not really a spoiler because I've seen this ep- oh. series multiple times. But this episode marks the final appearance of Guinan on this series. Oh, although she remains on the Enterprise D. I mean, she's always she's not in, to she's be not in the final. She's around, but she doesn't make any actual appearances. That's, that's super strange. Yeah. Oh, 
I mean, it's fine. You know, it's it's honestly, she's in it so little. I do actually kind of remember they're feeling like a big gap. And then, like, well, she's her the appearance movie, right? and generations yeah, being yeah. kind of a big deal. Because it was yeah. like, wow, we haven't seen Guy in forever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's some of those things. Like, she's in it so little. Whenever she pops in, I always forget. Like, oh, right, Guy and Whoopi Goldberg. According to the Star episode's Trek. director, Cliff Bowles, several scenes with Dr. Rega uh, were reshot. Uh, quote, he was a scientist, so I said that means he's got a little more compassion. Maybe he's not as oily as the rest of them. I think I went too far, and the guys asked me to reshoot a few scenes. Rick Berman said, don't forget, they're still Ferengis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought, I, like, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, wow, he was a good character. It's too bad they killed him, because that would have been, you know, in a show where characters come back, you know, in a different world where, where Star Trek has continuity... You know, like, having that character come back would have been interesting. Because I was like, he seemed like an interesting character for a oh, Ferengi. And here's an interesting trivia. Um, in this episode, it is stated that Ferengi are to be buried after death and are very adamant that the body not be, quote, violated before mm -hmm. burial. On Star Trek Deep Space Nine, a different Ferengi death ritual for Grand Nagasek uh, and for Quark is shown involving vacuum desiccated remains that are sold to the highest bidder. However, since the Deep Space Nine episode refers specifically to the Grand Nagus' funeral as appropriate for a Ferengi of his stature... Uh, it may be that the death ritual of vacuum desiccated remains does not apply to the Ferengi scientist in this episode because, as a disgraced failure, there would be no financial interest in his uh, remains. Sure. Yeah, kind of interesting. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I kind mean, of like a retroactive very, justification, but it actually does make sense yeah, look, culturally. Look, for yeah. Ferengi, the fact that, like... Like, I they mean, would only have value for, like, how much, like, they're, they have value as a yeah, Ferengi, yeah. you know, individual. Uh Although them attempting to squeeze value out of anything yeah. would also make me think like, oh no, yeah, yeah. everything's up for auction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, Perhaps. But yeah. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that doesn't say like, suspicions. maybe like, you can't mess with the body. Then they bury it. Then they dig it up. It's one of those, like, it's the old meets the new. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, so what do you give in this one? Ah, man, it's a tough one because I, I do think... I do like mysteries. Mm -hmm. I do like um, what they did with Crusher here, uh, but it's not that strong overall. Um, the guest stars were a little bit hit and miss. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, I like the Frankie, but the rest of the, the characters was were good. Pointless. But like other than that, they were pretty. Yeah, I mean yeah. the villain-ish, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. Um, well, not. But in, like nobody got enough screen the time. The Vulcan to... and, and her husband thing was like that was just nothing. Yeah. That was just to basically have like again instead of Crusher being the naysayer, it was yeah. just random guest stars being naysayers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, this is one of the harder ones to rate for me. I I guess maybe. I'll go six. That's what I do. I mean, it's not bad. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate what they were trying to do. But I think that it's an episode that could have been better yeah. if it wasn't such a mess, like, yeah. behind the scenes of... Yeah. Like, I read some of the things about the writers commenting on mm -hmm. how, how difficult it was to get this done from a writer's well, It's an episode written for a different character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I'll go six. Because yeah. I do... I like that they gave... Crusher more do, and it was a Crusher-centric episode where even if the plot wasn't the best, like, what they did with Crusher was good, because mm -hmm. I'm thinking, like, ahead to, there's some, I'm thinking, like, Sub Rosa, where, like, it's Crusher-centric episode, but it's also horrendously bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, I'll go six. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving this, yeah, a six purely on, like, Crusher did a good I mean, job. Like, like I've talked Because everything this, else about this like episode is Like I've talked about before, flaky. at this point in the series, like, to me, like, a seven is about, like, the minimal baseline. Yeah. Like, if it... Like, there are worse episodes... Mm-hmm. But they should be like very few and far and between. Honestly, like, an average episode in like it, season oh, yeah. six should be at least it's seven. seven. You know, because uh, at this point they know how to make this show. It's the big dock on this one for me is this episode was boring. Yeah, well that's like, what I mean. Was right? kind of I said like yeah, I kind of checked out a little bit towards the end because I was it like kind of just boring. Uh, you know, yeah. and and I don't know if it was part of that because like I remember very early on in the episode. Like, what, it, what it was like oh yeah. oh he's the guy yeah, like yeah. you know like he wasn't like i i, I remember the mystery he's but the like, guy he's the guy i yeah, want to be yeah. the guy too yeah yeah no he's the guy and then they blasted she blasted a big hole in the guy yeah um i'm down with that and then vaporizes the guy i'm down with that yeah yeah no more guy um yeah so uh so that's it for this week we will be back next week with uh, episode 23 yeah uh until then i am chris so, cheers bye-bye